Okay, it's recording. All right, welcome to Legacy Friends, a podcast with three friends in their 20s who might not be friends if they hadn't met in middle school. Fantastic. I'm Bobby. I'm Markel. I'm Zaina. Welcome. I love you. <laughs> welcome. We love you. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We've been hanging out for a while, so obviously we have already talked about everything, but... <laughs> Talk for a good hour now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours, yeah. You know. But we uh, also were just talking about dreams. Yeah. And how none of us remember our dreams. Even though my therapist asks me every week if I remember any of my dreams. And you're in dream therapy, actually. I'm I'm in Jungian psychoanalysis, (laughs) so he does a lot of dream (laughs) interpretation. But but then sometimes I do remember my dreams, and it's fucking great. And there's a lot of material there that you uh, don't realize. So I had a dream... I have a family friend who's uh, a little bit of a erratic person. And so last week I had a dream that one of... So my dream was that I came upstairs and he was at the door. But then my other friend from college, who was like kind of a crazy... He's like... Eccentric. He's like robbed people and stuff. Okay. So, But he was at the door and he was answering it. And he's like, oh, do you want me to let this guy in? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, fine. So when I told my therapist about that, he's like, oh, yeah, so the Pat part of you, the part of your mind that's symbolized by your friend who's, like, a little bit more erratic and kind of blah, 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 was look like he was the bouncer at your, you know, and so he's, like, your subconscious is picking up on this guy and might be going through some shit, and you might need to project some of that stronger energy yeah. that your friend represents inside you. I love that because I feel like I think of dreams as far as, like, if, you know, I see, if you see someone in your dream, you think it, like, it's representing like y'all's like relationship but really what it is is like representing what you said like what that person symbolizes and what that yeah how what the part of you that is that person basically so the rule within Jungian, or not the rule but like the guideline is like if there's something going on in your life where that person actually is like a big part of it then there's a good chance that you're dreaming about that person Mm -hmm. but usually yeah unless there's like some obvious reason then usually it more represents you so like a lot of times if you dream about people of the same gender as you it's meant to represent your shadow and then if you represent the people of the other gender gender of you it's meant to represent like your inner masculine or inner like your you know so there's yeah those are repetitive dreams of seeing the same person or the same figure well i think just any dream but if you have repetitive dreams that's also definitely a big you know something that they would latch on to but yeah, that people like oftentimes your conscious, your unconscious uses your yeah. friends to represent the parts of you that you are not as aware of. No, I think that's fascinating. I I don't remember my dreams, but when I do, like I'll write them in notes. Mm-hmm. So I just pulled up my dreams notes. You wake up and forget. What's all a good your one? I, ne- I yeah, I never. When I, I wake up and I just don't, I have no recollection, like, but. But when I do, like, usually if I wake up in the middle of the night, then I'll, like, it'll be because I, like, was in the middle of a dream or something, and I'll, like, remember that. But one of my dreams, we can talk about it. I'm curious what y'all's perspective would be, because I was like, what the fuck does this mean? I met this podcaster who I like, weirdly enough, in in person, mm-hmm. and she was way, she's, like, super distorted looking and, like, bizarre, and I was, like, weird because it's, like, I thought she was, like, kind of admirable. And then um, she, she was, like, really weird to me. She thought I wouldn't like her. She was just, like... And I was like, hey, I actually really like you, like, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, um, oh, you do? Like, you're actually cool then. Like, continue to be a free thinker. <laughs> and then um, I wrote, like, she had a completely different voice than she had on the pod. Mm-hmm. was much uglier. <laughs> and she uh, was wearing a blue colonial dress, like the one. Like, 
<laughs> like the one I saw at Target. I'd seen one at Target. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it was just weird. I don't know what that means. But like, I, was, I wonder if that's... Uh, sounds that's, like signs of like reflections of your life or like uh-huh. subconscious. That's what I'm wondering. That's Zayna, the famous podcaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, like, oh, you well, it's not yourself. It's not the same person as... I thought like it was a, going a, to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like a weirder, nerdier, like less yeah. cool version. I was like, you're not even that tight. Well, but so that, like but that's compared, but that's comparing to the actual podcast host. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But that's because in that dream, you're like at the time you thought it was supposed to be them. But if you yeah. think of it as you, then it's like. I mean, I mean, myself. I see. Like, I, well, I wonder <laughs> if you have some questions about like what the kind of Zayna is that gets famous. Like, who is that person? Is she is the successful famous podcaster Zayna? Do I have to change things about myself to get there? And what are they? And then, like, being unsure about that. Being like, oh, well, I don't like her voice. Or mm-hmm. she doesn't know if I like her. That's another, because, like. She literally goes, like, you should be a free thinker. Because I, she, ah, that was what maybe, she said to me. Maybe you have some uh, reservations <laughs> about success. Maybe you feel like you have to change in ways you don't want to to be, yeah. get there. And maybe she's telling you, like, hey, you actually should be more open-minded and yeah. be more ready to change and yeah. accept different oh, parts of yourself. Dude, I feel like oh, I'm. Oh, you sound like that. I didn't expect you to. Look Zayn like that. has fully K. Like, I feel like I'm both on ketamine and in a K hole. Like, are, we, are you in a K hole on ketamine? Because it's isn't it like the post. It's the same thing. No, no, it's the yeah. When you do too much ketamine, you yeah. end up in a K hole. Okay, so I'm or in a K hole. Too much, I think. Was... I'm you're, literally... you're getting too many facts. Dude, no. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, this all like so resonates in like a so very. So what's the colonial dress about though? Is I, it because you, know, you think so that funny. only like, white people can be successful? That I saw at Target. It's also okay. I also own one that looks very similar there and you i go. never wear it because i think it's like it's just weird like um and it's blue it's blue it was it was so pretty, what does blue represent for you i think it was honestly this like a, a, a very similar to my dress i own i just didn't want to acknowledge that mm-hmm. but it, it it was she was like wearing a dress that i pretty much had why that's so well, and yeah. then i'm too embarrassed to wear it. like well, i hope my therapist listens well, to this <laughs> well, also my therapist listens to my punk or listens oh, yeah. to my punk. That's how we um, ended up on dreams, which is kind of weird. Which like, <laughs> okay, if, if you're listening, like I get it. I have no, 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 no. It's, okay. it's not weird. It's just like yo, like uh... <laughs> no, it's not weird. It just it makes it just like it put. It's a different put, perspective. It's, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a clinical perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think he's like yeah, obviously, really obviously diagnosing me. Oh wait, what is blue? What is the color blue? What color blue is it? Is it like this blue or is it light? It's like blue? a bright blue. I think like it's this all, blue. I th- yeah, like that blue. Honestly. Like this Calypso yeah. Colada Seagrams Escape blue. Yep. Maybe a little light, like maybe a little bit more like sky blue. From and that. what is that? Blue. What does that represent for you? What do you think of when you think of that? I think I wear a lot of dark colors, honestly. This so color. it's like it's risk, maybe. Like hmm. it's like um, dark colors. Like p- drawing attention to yourself. Like I don't wear bright colors. Huh. Oh, br- wearing bright colors draws attention. I guess, like, now I, that we're talking about it in yes. my mind, I'm like, I guess I like muted colors. Because well, dark it, colors is a, well, they say it's a form of depression, but I know my mom, it's, it's like, yeah. I feel like it's just comforting. You don't want to be seen. Yeah. My mom has literally been like, did someone die? Why are you wearing, like, she's just like, in, like, in my culture, like, if someone dies, you literally wear all black for like six months. And so she's made a lot of, like, yeah. comments around why Every bright colors is a form of happiness. They're just, I mean, I, I, it, aesthetically, I it on the one hand, it's like, like aesthetically, it's what I'm drawn to. Yes. At the same time, I I do recognize, like, I steer away from wearing bright colors because I just you feel like it's attention. too attention drawing. Yeah. I don't well, want that. Well, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's part of it. Like, it was like a, it's something, like, it was a color, it was a dress. That, so then, but also another like big attention. thing, another big thing with um the Jungian stuff mm-hmm. is that, so, because obviously, right, like, you could say that with a dream, any 
interpretation could make sense. Yeah. But then, so like, for example, in the podcast that I like, it's called This Jungian Life, and they and they do dream interpretations at the end of every episode. So then people write in, they describe their their dream, and they describe, um, you know, they provide some context. Mm-hmm. And the thing with that is that, like, because it's what they're providing as context, that says that some part of them wants to express it. That, right. No, so like, absolutely. so it's not, so then you listen, so then you hear the dream, but then you also hear how people describe it or what they say about it. So even when I said, what blue is it? And you say it's sky blue. It's like, oh, I wonder if that has any, like the notion of the sky, like, oh, you know, like you can, cause you can really go any direction you want. Yeah. So you have to just like pick things that you hear. Well, and, well you're going with like go. your associations. Yeah. Totally. And then, and because all you're trying to get to is what your associations are anyway, like yeah. what's going on inside you. So it's like, makes sense to just follow yeah. that path as far as, I mean, Literally, what I wrote was like, she looked ugly. I was like, she, you look bad. <laughs> that was my judgment of her. Yeah. So I don't know, like bright, like just like, why do you think? Like I don't know. I think there's something about like you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself. And I don't think you look very good. So that's probably a weird thing about myself. <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. No, no I'm, I'm just, just saying that's like a weird. Uh... I think just like my standards, I guess, for things like that, like aesthetic. I don't yeah. know. Well, and then also, I mean, obviously, in dreams, too, things are more subjective, right? Because she didn't look any way you imagine. I think that... it was someone who I, like, idealize a little bit and I yeah. think is really cool. And, like, I actually, like, really, I do actually really like her style. And I remember just seeing her be, like, so disappointed, I think, okay, with so what I was seeing. This is why I wanted to bring back. I feel like that's a tendency of seeing who your role models. Yeah. It was meeting my heroes, but in my yeah. dreams. <laughs> yeah. And they're not who we expect them to be. Yeah. Kind of like, right. Well, but and that goes. But then the, that that person's actually like I guess for using this like union take, it's like yeah. they're representing something about myself. Yeah. Well, representing yeah. the success. Yeah. yeah. And so then that person doesn't look how you th- like what it takes to become that person is like maybe a little different than you thought, or mm-hmm. you're in the process you of figuring take, out. When did you have that dream? How long ago? Like a, maybe a month ago. Yeah. Huh. Oh, so yeah. You, actually, the notes from October twenty sixth. Oh, so you do remember dreams. No, I know. I mean, when, yeah. when I do, Once I like month. I like to like jot them down because I don't very often, and so mm-hmm. it was like I literally like, woke up. There was like a couple other ones, uh, all titled "Dreams" in my notes app. Um, but I like to try and like jot them down, especially that one because I remember being like, I remember waking up and like, what the fuck did that, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> and and it was weird too because it really felt it felt like it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I, I, that wasn't real. Like I actually didn't meet her. That's so funny. Yeah. It felt very real. Welcome to any depressants. <laughs> no, no, I mean no. It wasn't a Lexapo dream. Lexapo uh, dreams are very extreme. Vivid yeah, dreams. yeah. No, for sure. Um, do you feel like sometimes a dream is giving you a wrong sign? Um, let's see. As if like, uh, I mean, we we may have sex dreams or something like that. Or like, have you guys ever had a dream of like, like harm? Yeah, harming oh my someone or getting harmed, just just harm. Both, I yeah, yeah, did both in general. Yeah, my, I mean, my mom. That's thing. So when my mom loves to like think that dreams are like predictions of things, mm-hmm. and so she, whenever she has a bad dream, she's always like, "See, now watch out! Like I had a dream about you." That like her bad instincts happened. are up, right? But then if I have a bad dream, that something bad happened to me. She's like, "No, it's a good sign." <laughs> <laughs> but like literally there were there were times in high school where like i would have like five missed calls from my mom and be like jesus and, like be like hey like can i go to the bathroom like to the teacher so i could like call my mom and be like hey is everything fine she's like i had a dream like that you were like killed last night like just be careful okay and i'm like what are you talking about um but she I, takes I them just, as like I premonitions just, yeah, almost yeah. um and she probably woke up just just yeah, like, I mean, it'd be so drastic, but yeah. So that's where I get to a point where it's like, 
I know dreams are telling a sign, but at the same time, and I know it's not real, but it's a different, it's a different, differential. Mm-hmm. There's a, a thin line between dreams and reality to a point where you see, what is it called, daydreaming? You see something happening before it actually happens. Like a premonition. That's what yes. she's talking about. Like a... Yeah. Uh, uh, like a sign. Yeah. yeah. Or like a yeah, premonition. A, a feeling. Yeah. A feeling, a, a, a warning, yeah, deja, message. Deja vu. Yeah. Some ne- well, even like, I remember having a dream once in middle school that I still remember that I saw my dad on the bus and I didn't say hi to him because it was with my friends and I was embarrassed. And I literally still think about that dream sometimes because I, st- I feel bad that even in my dream I didn't say hi to my dad. I feel like this happened. Like... You thought something like that? If, I think I've seen real? him. I think I would see I think because at the time he lived near Wedgwood and I would actually see him around sometimes and I would just like, like, yeah, it was actually fucked up. But I, but for whatever reason in the dream that fucked me up to think that like even in my dream I couldn't like say hi. Have the, yeah, do what you want to do. Well, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I took it to a place. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of an interpretation. Yeah, I was not, like, oh, yeah, it's not like I, the interpretation is that you're kind of a jerk at a young age. Well, yeah. but I mean, like just middle school stuff. Like I feel like I definitely have similar feelings. I think it's also dreams, just being like I couldn't. You had I would... Similar feelings. I mean, yeah, I know that when I was twelve and thirteen, I was significantly more selfish, and like my parents probably got a br- the brunt of that in terms of being like. But no, it felt like a disassociation. Like I was like denying a part of myself. I think that's what, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm that's not. What, yeah. I'm not saying hello to a part of myself. It's a, it's a sense of denying, you know? and because yeah. of your yeah. friends. Because my friends. Because my friends were there. Not part. because. Not because I was. Sad. What do you mean by were your friends with like substituting the feeling? In the in the like, dream that the friends oh. were there and that's why she was embarrassed to talk to her dad. It's because she was with her friends. So she didn't want to like go talk to her dad. So like if you think of those different parts of yourself, then yeah, it's like, oh that that whatever. I'm ignoring that because Because my it's, friends it's, are it's I see it as I think the other parts of me would find it embarrassing yeah. or awkward. So I have some darkness. <laughs> I'm just kidding, we all do. No, I know. I was just like <laughs> No comment. No judgment. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, we all the, have it. Yeah. We all have it. Yeah, I'm not. I just never like, never understood your dad, you and your dad's relationship. It's really like weird. Way, like it's that. very complicated. I mean, I guess the parents are complicated, but I think yeah. we have a complicated relationship for sure. Yeah, I'm, I, I know you expressed and everything with that. I just never knew it was like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was like, I think, like he lived close. to around but i didn't mm-hmm. see him that much but then like sometimes i'd see him but it was like wh- like what do you do when your dad you haven't talked to in like a couple weeks you like see him at the bus stop you're like hey what's up <laughs> like it's just well, weird man, it's I mean, awkward and sure. uncomfortable and like it's gonna be a whole thing like i there's there's no like there, no one tells you how to like navigate that yeah. you know you figure that out on your own yeah and i think also like feeling very close to someone and also feeling very distant from them mm-hmm. i think you know yeah. so that was, that was a stepping Do you stone. think in the dream you would say hi to him now? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you can imagine the feeling, right? Like you can imagine the feeling that you had then, and like yeah. how it related to maybe how you felt about your life at the time. That's true. I guess yeah. If like I picture myself now, like... I was like, I guess I was just picturing the same dream. I guess if I picture myself now seeing my dad, I do picture myself like saying hi but i feel Even like if you're with your friends on the bus and i feel concerned like, i feel myself being like concerned like but it, i still yeah, like exactly. go through with it yeah. it would be like a are you is everything okay yeah. <laughs> but yeah huh. 
Do you have any fun dreams that you remember from your life? Like what's fun? like what's the no. mo- like what's the biggest dream you remember from your life? I mean, fun in terms of like we can talk about it. Not fun isn't like it was a blast. It's like a good have. eight years, there was a clown always appearing in my dream. Really? Yikes. Yeah. When when was that? And it was always like it would always attack me, and that's how I would always wake up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so, I got to a point. That's, I think that's why I became somewhat like nocturnal or whatever, because I was like afraid to sleep. Oh my god! When was that? All throughout elementary school. Had oh really? S- yeah. Hmm. I think I don't know if it was like a like a scene from a scary movie or something, or like a sign from transitioning from a community to one another, because I always felt like attacked. Yeah. From other people. Yeah. When you think about the clown now, like what do you th- like? What is it? What's the first thing you think of when you think about that clown? Like, do you know what he looked like? Do you remember what he looked yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, I do. But it's not like a circus clown anymore. It's like, like it. It actually. It's like a it's like a person that got identified. Oh really? Yeah. Now it is. Now yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Before it was just I don't know. It's weird. Do you have any idea why they appeared as a clown at first? I have no clue, and I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> okay. Huh. Um. So my dream that I've always remembered, or like one of the ones that I've always remembered from my life, is I was in my back. The house that I lived at the at the time had a backyardish thing with an alley behind it that was cut off by a gate and I was riding down the alley on my, on my bike and then a car comes around the corner and I look and it's Medusa in the car and I was like eight or nine so then she starts trying to hit me on the car so she like starts driving down the alley it's a small alley she's driving down really fast so I'm like biking towards the gate I jump off my bike and I start trying to climb over the gate and then she hits the gate with the car and then I like jump off the other side and then I'm I look up to my house and this isn't how the house actually was arranged, but in the house that I looked at, there was the kitchen window was there, like from the back was like right over me. And uh, my mom was sitting there doing the dishes and she just didn't notice me. And was like looking out over the window, just like doing dishes. Not, oh, and like, and I was like, mom, mom, mom. And she like didn't yeah. hear me or say anything. And then I got up to the front door and then I woke up. So I always think about that dream a lot. Wow. It's so oh. hard to Have do talk- anything in a panic in a dream. Yeah. Run, I feel like most yell. of my dreams are like low-key kind of panicked though. <laughs> but I feel like that's more I the ones you yell. remember. Like yeah, you remember them true. because they're like heavy and like yeah. scary. Whereas I'm sh- you you know, talk- sure everyone can't run in the dream, right? Yeah, that's like a normal Well, it is a very common, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, and that, I th- you know, the idea is that that's because it's your subconscious trying to communicate with you. And so if it's telling, it's telling you like there's down. something that's sl- either you should slow down or like you're going about this the wrong way because you're moving really slow or yeah. you know like different stuff like that yeah i have spoken to my therapist about that dream and it goes back to how i feel about my mom and stuff of course, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think that that's like the medusa is a great example of like a, a symbol and image that everyone can recognize that goes back before Christ, like you know over two thousand like three four thousand years old mm-hmm. and it's just in our subconscious yeah. and it comes out and the reason that it came out originally was because it actually represents a part of humanity Mm. and that like it represents that aspect of femininity that's Mm. like very aggressive and and will put you in danger very quickly yeah it's the part that turns men to stone and prevents them from getting away and blah 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 and so like in the context of my mom obviously there's the sweet loving mother but then there's also the medusa there's also the part that like just with a look can make you stop moving and stop thinking yeah. and knowing how to respond just with a look that's so like yeah 
That's like kind of pro- shit together. I mean, it's just crazy. Like as you're saying that, I'm like, are we all just like literary geniuses in our mind? Because I'm like, that's actually like that's the Jungian idea. Is that yeah. like what whatever your cultural influences are, they go so far beyond what your conscious mind is aware of yeah. that like your that's why dreams make so little sense sometimes because your subconscious is drawing on all these things yeah. that you've any anything you've seen in your life. Yeah, and then your so ego well, mind only yeah. has like the things that it can remember that to yeah. plug it in. Say it picks up everything from your life and kind of jumbles it up with yeah. symbols and signs. And I hope I remember my dreams tonight. Also, our mm-hmm. brains are very fucking powerful. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It, like we they have really are. No clue what our brains can do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care what any scientist says. Our brains are. What would you say, 2% or 10% of our brains have been used? 12? Yeah. I'm thinking about it lately because I like to talk about like mental health and stuff, but then sometimes I'm like, do I, am I like identifying too much as like a, just like a pessimistic, like sad person? Like, I feel like I'm creating my own reality a little bit. You yeah. know, like I'm like, well, should from... I just pretend like I'm a, like a just happy and then... I don't I'll think be... it's about pretending. <laughs> I think it's about acknowledging that like, oh, maybe I do need to think about this harder. Maybe yeah. I need to like read, like... Get a, a few more sources and it's a good interpretation. Mm-hmm. I think you could beat yourself up as, a little bit as well by creating that's false narratives. Well, there's well, I mean, because like, on the one hand, I'm like, oh yeah, like let's be open, like let's normalize, like whatever. But then I'm like, dude, should I just like stop talking about this shit so that I can like, yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? I mean, to be simple, is that it's kind of that's what it is. Yeah, stop thinking that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Change your thoughts. Well, yeah, and even but even like, but that's harder said than done. But it's like that is from what I've heard, it's that simple. If you think positive things, you manifest it. Yeah. Your life. Well, I also even think like how people interact with you. Like, I think I saw someone, I don't know. I think someone like mentioned something offhand about like, I don't and like, then you get a feedback loop yeah. going, and then all of a sudden, like, like that was so relatable. You know, it was crazy to see. Uh, that was so relatable. It was crazy to see Picasso at uh, fucking the party the other day because yeah. I I have a well, very Disney specific memory. He's dead. I'm me dead. And you hanging out with him at Steve Jobs' house, and uh, at one point, like I was, we were talking or something, or like I said something, and I think he just turned to me, Picasso, and just he goes, "Why do you think everyone's out to get you all the time?" <laughs> and I had I hadn't said anything like that. Like I had been like whatever I said was kind of like that, but I yeah. wasn't like being like, oh, they're like I just said like some comment, and he's like, why do you think everyone's out to get you all the time? And I thought about that for so long, still do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I think it's very much so similar. Yeah. Every time I, I like overthink things or have anxiety, I have my mom's voice in my se- my head saying like, boy, you fine. Yeah. Oh. Chip. Um, I wrote a quote down recently that I read somewhere that I thought was fucking it. You know, it's pretty corny, but mm-hmm. it's like. Winning just means not being afraid to lose. Yeah. yeah. Which I really liked a lot. Like, because as long as your mindset is that, oh, I'm not a scared, like, yeah. loss is good. Like, yeah. I'm going to, what whatever is, happens. What is losing, though? Or you trust yourself enough to try. You yeah, know what I mean? what's like, losing? Yeah. It's just learning. Yeah. Well, and I think, and that's. Tell you not, change that L. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and if you can, if you can change that L in your head, that yeah. is the thing that we're talking about, right? It's Everyone the, taking this... the losses and being like, yeah. okay, those weren't. I know I'm scared of taking these L's, but if I don't think of them that way, then it's anyway easier to win. Zane, you in this? Yeah, no, I'm listening. It, I... it, re- it reflects a lot in your. Wait, wait, your, wait, wait. your uh... This is not. This has a weird thing going on real quick. Let me just test it. Okay, to take L's. Uh, no, it's, it's okay not. to take out. I, I cut that part of, out of our In the episode. 20 seconds that this was paused. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. I did, but I... I oh, I, you did? I, you I, cut the whole thing out? I shouldn't have told you guys. Um, 
That was good content. I know it is. Punk. What I was thinking, actually, because we didn't release an episode this week, I, I was sloughing just because of the holiday, but I thought about just releasing it as like a short, like because thir- it's 30 minutes almost okay. exactly, and yeah. just being like, rejection, like just calling it that or something, and then just like a... Uh, Wait, so like when a, you took that you took that out of the episode, how long was the episode? Though? An hour. Okay. Okay. That was good content. I know. I, I, I want... Such a Honest to God, crazy. I want to release it. Yeah. I was just not ready in that moment. I think a lot of people, women will relate to it. I think so too. It's honestly getting over myself, you know? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm give like, me time, give me time. Well, especially time. back to my dream. I'm just like, I want to be cool. <laughs> I don't want to be like the nerdy freak who gets rejected. And yeah, Zayna doesn't, doesn't like being vulnerable. Zayna doesn't like being vulnerable. She wants to be successful because she, because everyone thinks she But I don't want to see people, I don't want people to see like my ugly parts. So yeah. sh- should we create different names to protect our uh, no. character yeah, yeah. and identity? Right. That was uh, a. Yeah. We got yeah. Zayna, uh, then we got uh, Charcuter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but um, no, I think to like being involved. And I think to, not that I really am that com- like uh, committed to this narrative about myself. But I think there's part of me that wants to have a narrative that's like, oh, I used to be a certain way and now I'm not that. Like I mm-hmm. want to you know, be, I'm a different oh, way. Oh, that's interesting. And I don't like things that make me feel like I, that okay. doesn't fit in and- with my current like. Understandable. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, oh, you know, we're uh, recording. All right. You know, uh, um, the last psychiatrist that we talked about. Yeah. So it's a blog, and he's like pretty rambly and all over the place, but it's really fun, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like fun to read, yeah. fun writing style. A psych blog. Uh, yeah. So he's a psychiatrist, but he writes very like kind of aggressively and like all over the place. Yeah. But so he talks a lot about narcissism. Yeah. And one of his ways of dis- defining narcissism is when you care more about like the image than the reality. So when you care about how you are perceived well, we more than what you actually are, then that's the issue. When you're like, yeah, that's narcissism. It's yeah. being like, oh, I want people to see me this way. Yeah. And there is a certain amount of healthy narcissism. Like you should notice and care what people see when they Absolutely. look at you. But when you prioritize that over the reality, yeah. when you choose to be like, oh, I'm not going to put this out because I don't want what it ref- like what it says. Totally. As opposed to like, yeah, but this is reality and it is yeah. also good content. I think it's A or B. I think we have a little bit of narcissism yeah. within us. No, I mean, yeah. I well, totally think my like obsession with how people perceive me is... And one of my yeah. favorite things over, about the... Does that overdo your it's, it's own reality? It's narcissism. It's how... Like, it's so many things. Does that oh, does that hurt your reality? I mean, absolutely. It hurts my... Reality okay. hurts my like idea of myself, I think. It you affects know? your mental health and everything? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's probably most of it. I think I have a lot of acceptance for myself. My most of my judgment for myself is like until you start thinking about what other people Exactly. Might yeah. And well, they say and they say within your thirties or forties that's when you grow up because you don't give a fuck. I think I mean I people. feel that like naturally just like it's fading that's when you be, away. Yeah. But it's the chapter of becoming an adult. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's like the I think the step. my biggest fear around even like having kids is to feel like that would like set me back. Mm-hmm. Those feelings back because mm-hmm. like I think I would, I don't know, just based if, on how I was raised, like, my mom was always like, look at how people think of you. Like, she, like, that she always put that in my mind. I just hope I'm more involved than that, but I don't see that. I don't trust that I am. Like, I could see myself being like, look at you, piece of, like, you, whatever you're doing, you're acting out. It's a bad reflection of me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, well, she, you are your mom. Too. I know. Like, that's, if, that's if, that, <laughs> if that tool doesn't snap when you have, like, a child or, like, something to care about. Mm-hmm. You're a narcissist. You're a psychopath, because there's murderers. There's all these kinds of bad people who could change or like 
absolutely they, they yeah kid, they, on the scale of bad things you can do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like a kid like but if you yeah if you can't change that and you're still being like oh like i'm gonna put myself over my kid yeah also this is a great thing to hey tune into power <laughs> if you have that term to like yo i'm gonna put myself over my family put myself over everything that's yeah. that's insane and I think there's a lot of people who own businesses and all the shit you do. Oh, I mean that's the I mean that's the way you like to get ahead. I think unfortunately, but um, I the, when I was looking at my phone earlier, the, what I was looking for was actually like the last psychiatrist. I was looking for like a thing I'd screenshotted, and I can't find the quote, but it was basically something along the lines of like he's giving advice to some guy, and he's like, "You are you feel insecure, whatever you're feeling, because you're like res- like he, the person has like some resentment towards their parents." But at the same time, admires their parents and thinks that they're judging. They have good judgment, and that's yeah. always how. It's literally like how I feel about my parents. Like, I like hate that how much they like. I don't know. Like, sometimes I have, care about their opinion, but I care about the opinion because I actually do think they have pretty good judgment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, like the that's why. They when they, so when they don't like validate with the things I do, I, like part of me is just like, but they're right because they're people. Like, I trust totally. their judgment. You know. Yeah. So. We talked about it a couple weeks ago with the oh, mom. Oh, yeah. I about the mom and, like, the look that she can give you that fucking cuts you oh right to your core. yeah. And, but also being, as now you you're some... getting older, you kind of have to, it, there's a little bit of responsibility on you to be like, hey, mom, you do know how much that affects me, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. When, when mom turns that, into Medusa, they yeah. They also don't want to fuck, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mom when mom into turns into Medusa, I'm like, all right, no. go, go. Go kill myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy. I guess I'll just... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just... I'm not... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, and but also I think that to a certain extent they also forget. Like, they... Because yeah. they wield that power without... Oh, absolutely. Knowing, you know, without trying to. It's literally just because you respect and care about them. Yeah. Anyone anyway, that's a little uh, power. Can, come on, yeah, a little power is... That's just part... That's that human. It's being human. Yeah. No, Definitely. Yeah. Um... Is it dope? I don't know. I forget. Sorry. I just can't hold for a second. I know. I mean. I just got, I just got hit with the Medusa glare from like across the room. Yeah. Like no. Across that... the city. Bro, when you're like, oh, even when you're acting the fool and your mom sees you from like across like a, yeah. like the store or like a park or something, she just stares at you. Cut that shit off. So you just sit there and freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's like. I feel like the, oh, your parents are so powerful. So powerful, absolutely. And that yeah. like scares me because I don't want to be I feel that like abusive, powering. Like, one thing I, I think that. that sometimes can be a little interesting with that is to remember that you're gonna have that power over someone else someday. Yeah. And so, like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't though. want it. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. Well, we're not I never want that. anyone to be afraid of me. That's oh, exactly. that was such a deep thing I just said. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't like people be being afraid of, afraid of me. Especially. Uh, that like pisses me off and I've had that my entire life yeah I'm sure that must have its own like life within you of yeah. the feeling well, you think I'm like... all happy bubbly bubbly right? yeah, huh. <laughs> but, yeah. I can't dress certain ways <laughs> I guess I guess what makes me I feel that and I also feel like I don't mind if I had kids like I wouldn't want them to feel like they couldn't be themselves yeah I, that's my you big know? I don't that want would make yeah. me, if they felt like I don't know. They just felt like isolated and alone. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is part of that though that is like, com- like every kid does yeah, feel that way at some point, totally. especially those kind of those years. It's um, how, we were, it's how, it's how we were raised, though. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I think that human beings at some point have to be like, 
assholes and selfish and kind of like scared and think that everyone is thinking about them and thinks, you know, they go to middle school. Because that's yeah. the thing is at the end of the day, your mom can't protect you from middle school. Yeah. So when of she course, has yeah, those yeah, dreams yeah, yeah. about you dying yeah. and she's like, oh, she, you know, maybe she thinks that you're actually going to die or something. But yeah. also there's a part of her that's just like, no, 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 I should worry about my daughter. Yeah. My subconscious, some part of me is telling me like, think about her, totally. look out for her. And the truth is that you were in middle school. Someone probably was a dick to you that day. Or you probably did suck, like, were like, fuck, I hate my life yeah. that day, you know, at some point. So, oh, I want my kid to think. But it's, I guess they're, they're their own individual. Even like me, I guess, and you know, you're, people, you're always going to deal with like insecurity. I think it's like, that's the tricky thing, right? And we've talked about this, I think, like with having kids, it's like looking at them as like a reflection of okay, yourself you, yeah. and what you're worth and all those things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you, see you. you have to be, exactly, you see you. And like yeah. when they do something, like if they're fucking up in school the way you fucked up in school, you might. Feel shitty or like take it out on them, yep. you know. Yeah. Well, and then you that's like when you come back to the mindset. <laughs> Stop, you fucking yeah. idiot! <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, and that's when it comes back to the mindset, though, right? Because yeah. that's yeah. why hopefully none of us are going to have kids until our mindset is a little bit better, yes. a little bit more like, a little bit more Please. comfortable taking out. So yeah. that when our kids take L's, we're like, all right, all right. But you'll do what I do, which is try and learn from it. Yeah. And you'll be okay. Or like, yeah, like learn from it, but please stay alive. Like, what are my expect- like just be good to be people good. and like you know it's like say thank yeah. you say how please. much morality <laughs> is there around like grades and success i think that's the other part of it like sure um you know yeah. like yeah i wish i had a little bit less like the thing is okay so now i have my 13 year old sister mm-hmm. and there is an element of like do your homework and in my, I never did any homework. Like, I never did my homework. Yeah, I know. And I have to be like... <laughs> no, and so, but what I've been trying to do is, like, do more explaining why the homework yeah. is important. And being like, you know, it's not about getting... I don't care what the grades are, but yeah. I do want you to be making an attempt. And, you know, it'd be one thing if you ha- were at, you know, this practice, that practice, or whatever. But if you're just going to be around the house, then I am going to have to... And so then trying to think about it as, like, not moralizing too much, not telling her you're a bad person if you mm-hmm. don't do it. Talk. But still trying to figure out how to get her to do it. It's That's weird. That's so tricky. That's really difficult. I don't even know how, what the answer to that is. Like, no. I, I wouldn't know because I'm not around the child every day. <laughs> but, like, I keep telling myself, like, talk. Yeah. Like, explain to them. Yeah. Totally. Don't tell them. Don't. Totally. Because I said so. Don't do, like, I yeah. know better. Blah, blah, blah. Because I'm the boss. Tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can learn. Okay. Figure shit out. The truth of that, that's absolutely correct. I do think that there is sometimes when though when you have to be like because I'm in charge. Yeah. So like with my sister, yeah, I say that yeah. a lot. Where she's like, "This isn't fair. Like why?" And I'm like, "Because I'm 27 and yeah. I'm in charge of things, and you're 13, so you yeah. don't have like a conception of what the best thing to do is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing this for your best interest. You know, and yeah, yeah. there's a one night. But even I, then, I guess I could try and explain it. So, yeah, yeah I feel like, like one night you're like, yeah, she just keeps asking why. <laughs> It's like, yeah. that's what kids do. Yeah. <laughs> Why? 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 Also, Why? I, I mean, it's so weird, like, like since they pick up on, like, I don't know if I said something on the podcast, but I think my niece in her preschool or something, her teacher says, like, well, you know, accidents happen. And so now, like, I spilled, I did something the other day, and she was like, yeah, it's okay, like, accidents happen. And oh, I was like, yeah. you're so sweetie. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, so oh, like, they pick up on, like, how so to, much. like, deal with things. Like, they, they'll, like, do whatever they see other people doing, you know? Yeah, like, they're sponges. Like, Kids are way happy- more emotional accepting or, today. Like, even just, like, I'm, like, I'm so happy that she had, like, her teacher as an example instead of me being, like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Then she would do something wrong and be, like, I'm a piece of shit. And now she's just, like, oh, it's okay, accidents happen. 
Teachers were crazy back then. Thank God. We're in the good generation. Yeah. Sometimes I forget about that. Well, and maybe yeah. and there's pros and cons. There's more emotional everything. There's than there so ever much has more emotional ever. connection than ever. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. Physically, we may be a little down, but like emotion, we're here. Yeah, we wouldn't we might, be met physically. We're not hard working labor, like oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 working yeah. on the railroad. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. We need a big masculine <laughs> man coming home breaking the bacon. <laughs> like, like, yeah, if you're a man who can build a table, DM me, okay? I uh, see. <laughs> yeah, Trad Zay still wants that. Yeah. Uh, so why like, do I don't want me... you talking about your feelings. Uh, I just yeah. want you making railroads and pounding this pussy. Let me get this. Pound the railroad no, 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 no. and pound this pussy. Let me get my Kevin Samuels on. What's up with these women today wanting traditional men, but they're not traditional themselves? I'm a traditional woman. Zayna, you could cook a mean bowl of cereal. Chill out. <laughs> I make, I have a couple good recipes under my belt. They're, they're all vegan. And they're all vegan. <laughs> That's true. You only did a white boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a trap. I'm looking for a white lumberjack to. Uh. A white vegan lumberjack? Uh, you can only take people from Portland, Seattle, uh, LA. <laughs> soy boys. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, I got to start eating meat no, yeah, <laughs> and find a man. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll turn into the Zayna who can become a famous podcaster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start wearing light colors, eat meat, and you find you a You could man. also be It'll the breadwinner. Absolutely. I mean, I would. That, that's why I'm pop- no. happy about this time. Women could be breadwinners. Okay, so let's say that we that that's some sort of success here, and mm-hmm. you are financially secure and independent, and can do what you want. Yeah. Would you Would you date a Would you have a house husband? Like, would you be the bread breadwinner? Like, if if you were legit set up and you like know, good, like so you didn't have to. Yeah. Who's, who's Oprah's best friend? I actually Stedman? Do you have oh, Stedman? I I mean I do care about having that sort of success. I think if I had enough success where I had enough money, and I could focus on like raising kids, I think I would want to take that role. Like, I think I would prefer to do those things. So I just wouldn't want over being a famous podcaster. Can, can I do both? Can, well, can I have saying. it all? So that's what I'm saying. Is you're you're the famous podcaster. <laughs> okay. And uh, you have kids. Move over, Joe Rogan. You get to do whatever you want. <laughs> oh but would God. you have a so <laughs> your household is completely set, yeah. and you get to be, and it's set by you because you're doing yeah. the, you're doing this. You like doing this. Yeah. You're Chelsea. And, you're you're, you're, you're your black Chelsea. Do anything, but your yeah. husband just stays home with the yeah. kids. Yeah. Really, black. you don't do that much either. But other than this, and then like whatever marketing goes with that, whatever yeah. kind of like Beautiful stuff. black Chelsea Handler running the media entertainment yeah. industry. Yeah. Would I you like a? 50 cent? Would you like another? <laughs> no. Would you like another? Would you like a man who works a nine to five job? I mean, if you well, my thing is like, if you don't have to work a nine to five job, don't like for anybody. Would, yeah. Um. I guess. I guess. My okay. I because what I was thinking about Bobby's question was like, would I care if he was in as like his? He didn't have any ambitions. Yeah. Like you I had think, the okay. ambitions. Yeah. You still got to see your kids plenty, like obviously yeah. for sure. But I think he no one no, took care of them. No one was. If he was smart date. and curious, and like, I think I would care more about like a, are you just participating in the world? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I just Bobby, did you want to date anyone with yeah. ambition? Without ambition. Um, Who I think takes be, care of the house? It would be hard to imagine that we'd get along very well. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think a lot. I don't think a lot. I, I think that's a controlling but thing also i do feel like with that's that, a weird ego thing yeah. i don't want my girl to have power i want my significant other to have no no i wouldn't mind if she had ambition i, I think i, I would want, want you, i think you would i think a, yeah. people would want that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't, you don't want to go into a dating situation without a person with ambition well, i see what you're saying unless you're though. bill gates dating a 40, uh, 25 year old yeah 
one. I would say 35 is too too old for him. <laughs> um, too old for Leo too. Come on. Man. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. I'm too old for Leo. I'm about to be 27. Leo, yeah, like Leo. Leo ain't looking for. <laughs> yeah, Leo ain't looking for women with ambition. I'm sure, but like, I'm sure is a successful. Okay, that's true. Okay, that's actually true. Yeah. Um, I feel like how you feel though. Like it doesn't have to be ambition. Like I don't yeah. need them to be like. I'm going to start a company. Yeah. But if they, I do need them to be like engaged, to care about stuff, to Something. read books. Care, yeah. No, just care about life. That's called exactly. caring about like, like live. Yeah, yeah. Like you just for, laying around like a dead log. Get the just, fuck out my or, house. Yeah, or like, I, okay, I forget where I read this, but like someone, I think we talked about this maybe a little bit, but like I read somewhere else someone had said like, the per, like when you're human, you want to lead like a generative life. Like we are here to create. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would just want to be with someone who felt that, like who would want Wants to, to create, create and yeah. build, and it, like whatever that means oh, for them. Personally, you know? I don't care if you fail a bunch of times. I just want you to try. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, would you support your husband's like dumb shit career? See, that's I mean, what I'm no, trying to ask. Like, oh wait, like, I want to be a podcast sure, too, no, and he's no, like really try, bad at would it. You date, but you loved would him you, otherwise. Would no, you? Would you date a SoundCloud rapper? Okay, so here's the thing. I would want to. Lots of ambition, no talent. It's would not that they're Instagram. Model. I wouldn't want to date someone who's not self-aware. I think that's what it comes uh, down to. Okay. Like I, they, I would want them to be self-aware, and I would want us to have maybe like similar interests and similar values. So it's like if they were interested in, I don't know, what's like a, I don't know, Owen Gray. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If they were if they were interested in making porn, I'd be like, you know, that's not really something I find super interesting. I hope that I would want us to connect over our passions. You know what I mean? Why that pop? <laughs> why that pop in your head so quick? Because <laughs> uh, trying to think of something funny. I, that was funny. <laughs> funny values. I yeah. No, good point though. I'm, yeah. What if you're boyfriend was trying to be a porn star? It's like, just like these but little it's exactly things. what I said. It's yeah. like I don't even think. I'm not I mean, saying like they're problem. bad. I just think it would be like a difference in values and interests. I would just be like, because I said this before, I would date or yeah, whatever. If someone has an OnlyFans, yeah, depending on what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like I here's the thing: it's like if money's not an option, like I feel like I'm a really like passionate and like I don't know, like dedicated person, and so I feel like I would just dedicate something my life to something that I was like I thought was very yeah. important, and I'd just want someone who was with me in that. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it wouldn't even have to be towards the same thing, but just had the same, like, mindset about things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you don't want to pay the bill. Oh, let's ask Bobby this question. Yeah. Huh. What, which one? Your dating field. Who I would date in general? Did your levels go up? What's what's going on? So, uh... My levels? Yeah. What level? My testosterone level? <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Bobby's high T in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just date, date, date in a certain field of people. Um, well, I think I feel similarly to Zayna in the sense that, like, I would need somebody who, like, definitely felt engaged with the world and, and wasn't, like, trying to get away. Like, I don't want someone who wants kids because, like, they don't want to have a job. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, if they, but if they wanted kids because they don't, they felt like that was their passion. Like, their passion was to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that also makes sense. But that goes to the ambition thing. Like, even that is its own ambition. Like, mm-hmm. just being the best, whatever. Totally. Um, What's your future plans or ambitions to like pay for everything and have the mother take care of the home i mean at this point i feel like like an old school traditional way by the time i'm getting married like i think hopefully i'll be relatively set in terms of finding like there'll still be risks involved and i'll like want to do bigger things so there'll be like stress but to some extent i'm hoping that i'm not like still floundering by the time that happens Mm -hmm. i would want someone who's contributing something i guess probably but at the end of the day, yeah, it just comes down to whether or not we can have a conversation that we, we both enjoy and can do that more often than not. 
conversation what you bring to the table yeah i mean it, well back to the sound cloud rapper thing too yeah. it's like i wouldn't it's not that i wouldn't date a sound cloud rapper because they're a sound cloud rapper it's like what am i gonna t- like what are we talking about well, yeah <laughs> how know? long have you been a sound cloud like back to like being years. self-aware like okay do you like what are your like are you in tune with what's happening being, being, do you being know that no one likes your music like, yeah. Yeah. Are you aware that you're terrible at what you do? Because, like, if you're lolling about it, I'll loll too. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to see where that was going. Cause it was just like, no, that was a good question. That was interesting. People are like, oh, yeah, like, I would never date blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. But, like, this person could be the most loving person on the planet. Totally. Well, this million I'm... dollar person. And could I mean, bring I just think opposites attract. Like, you could have totally yeah. separate interests. I think it's yeah, just, like, I, yeah, fundamental, yes. like, values and, like, how you lead your life and things. I think how you live your life is all that matters. Yeah. Someone might like opera. Someone like hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like you just don't want someone who's like laying around while you're working and mm-hmm. then working while you're laying around. You know, the most know. attractive thing is ambition to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to care about something. Anything. Yeah, any sort. Anything. Well, and there's a piece of that too that I think we've kind of discovered with doing the podcast is like it just adds so much to your life to have interests and hobbies mm-hmm. that like it seems hard to imagine someone who doesn't have those having enough of an interesting life for me to care. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so they have to have. They got to have some shit to do once a week with their friends where they go and record a podcast. Just or something. Just or like, yeah, yeah something. if you're reading, you know, or even listening just to a podcast or reading a book. Reading like, a book. Like, I think there are plenty. Right, right. Like, I'm always shocked with people who are like, oh, what's going on? Like, I'll like talk, like any, like, thing that's, and not even news, because I don't even pay attention to the news, but like anything <laughs> in popular culture or like music or like, there's just like, there's not like, you. so you just live your life and you don't ever check in with like anything anything like there's no cultural thing that you're like you know like about. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's fucking great but yeah. i but yeah. they're honestly those people are tend to be happier and more well adjusted so wow well, usually, usually, like... usually hustlers get all the women hustlers <laughs> well drug dealers i guess but <laughs> well that's because they're good at two things i'll take that one off shit <laughs> <laughs> selling drugs and land pipe am <laughs> i right ladies <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> they always say the brokers got the business. <laughs> I, I mean, that's literally all you practice. That's all they know how to do. Yeah. <laughs> they all have the time in the world. <laughs> perfect. Practice, practice makes perfect. No, I'm not hating because I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> I mean, you have to, yeah. I'm trying to go on the other side of the, the spectrum. There you go. Yeah. Um, I to give. Oh, there was, uh, I don't know what time we're at, but there was a email that you had actually showed me. That oh, I that's right. Yeah, yeah. We got a fucking... Fuck, let me pull that up. Laptop, laptop. Here, I, let me do it. I can't even do it. No, I can't do it simultaneously. Um, um, okay. So, this suppose this, we have an email mm. from Pete Davidson. <laughs> Legacy Friends was recommended to listen to this by a friend and have binge listened to them at work. Enjoy hearing the banter, insight, and compassion the three of you exhibit in your conversations. Might take dick pills before my Tinder date tomorrow to be determined. <laughs> But also, I like that he, when he said compassion, that's nice because I felt like that goes to, like, what we were talking about. Like, earlier on, we were more worried about, like, saying the right thing yeah. and, like, how we talk about, like, Cancel we, we try to really do it, you know, even if we have a spicy opinion, we, like, try and explain why and, like, mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's spicy, you know, like, stuff like yeah. that. So I thought, just wanted to make sure you heard that, Jay. Yeah. Anyway, um, here are questions I jotted down. Pick and choose any that look more interesting to you than others. So I'm going to pop around a bit. I think that first one's good for us to answer at the end, maybe. So maybe we won't even answer all of them today. But okay. what is a hobby or interest you have now that your younger self would be surprised by? 
Oh, I can answer this. Oh, really? Well, because I just started a new one. Um, my sister and I just started taking Pilates, oh, Pilates. classes together, private yeah. Pilates classes. So hey. I think as a young person, I'd be surprised that um, I would grow up to be a wealthy white divorcee. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Living in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and doing Pilates. So, yeah. I, Mama, That's we nice. made it. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the bar class. I feel like it's, actually really cool. yeah. it's actually really cool, though. No, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we had so. one. I was actually low-key sore after, or like, the next day, so. Nice. Kelly, can you think of any hobbies or interests? Uh, hobbies or interests? No. I would say a skill that I picked up. Hmm. Um... I guess learning to talk in front of a group of people. Huh. Yeah. Because I was used to being fucking panic sweat during those situations. But now I feel like I don't know. I'm starting to accept the spotlight okay. a little bit more. Also, being a cook, never learned I would ever hey. cook anything. <laughs> used to be a top ramen bowl back then. <laughs> now, now I enjoy cooking for people. Oh, I love that. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't have an answer for this, but then you said that, and I thought boxing. Mm. So I started boxing in college, yeah. and like growing up, I never did any sports. I never did any blah blah blah. I've never blah, any of those things, and now it's like I love it. And I don't go to classes at the moment just because it's just been hectic. But I still do it a couple times a week. There's some in my garage. So say you seem very dedicated to it. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, there definitely was a part of me that never expected to, like... I definitely didn't think I was going to get in shape after I became a grown-up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say, what about, like, fitness? Yeah, so in general, yeah, that. Just, that yeah. is something I think a lot more about now than I ever have before. And definitely when I was a kid, I mean, I didn't do any fucking sports. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I was always, it was always kind of a joke that I was not yeah. interested in those things, or athletic particularly. Did you guys always expect us to, just expecting to be talking on a microphone? I, well, I was thinking that, like, talking to a microphone, period, but then also Ever? starting a podcast together. Yeah. I guess that's the elephant in the room. This Before is podcasts a, were a thing, I definitely didn't think I'd be doing it. Yeah. Po- oh, yeah. During those periods of time in my depression, podcast saved my life. No, same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's this is something true. I would like to do to help other people as well. That's interesting. I, hadn't thought I about actually that. 100% saw that. And I feel like we're doing that with a lot of our peers. That's cool. That. That's really cool. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. It's helping um, others. I will say, so with that, yeah, I definitely didn't like think I was going to be doing that or think I was going to be doing any sort of broadcasting or anything. Yeah. But Howard Stern was definitely one of oh, my first yeah. like superheroes. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Like, looking back, I can totally. say, like, oh, it makes sense that I would be interested in that hobby. But at the yeah. time, I definitely wasn't thinking of, like, oh, I want to yeah. go into radio or I want to oh. start a podcast. Halston's yeah. crazy. Halston's <laughs> show is insane. But I'm it's the most expressive thing I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. Yeah. It's what Conan wants to be. Huh? It's what Conan wants to be. Oh, yeah. I feel like all the late night talk shows. Oh, they would love they, to be. They all want to be Howard Stern. Yeah. But they're also stuck in there, like, that media, like, you can't do that on the It's TV contracts, show. yeah, I mean. Though I do love. Watch I what you say. Conan's great. Con- also, no, they're all amazing, but, yeah. like, how was, he could literally, he could broadcast wherever, whenever he wants. Mm. And that's, like, a goal of mine. Oh, like, his, um, like, like he owns his stuff? Like, well, I think I think what my impression of Mark is saying is just that he's been doing it so long, he's so good at it. Yeah. He can just sit down and a, like create wherever, a whatever. fucking show. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. No matter what. I want yeah, people yeah. to be like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I broadcast. He just Where also... At? Wherever. I'm not that <laughs> familiar with Howard Stern, but I feel like the clips I've seen of him, he just seems so natural. And I feel like with a lot of the late night guys, like, they're in character almost. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like, definitely a very different medium in the sense yeah. that, like, the late night guys are on TV. They have to, like, blah, blah, blah. They only have a few like, minutes. Yeah. Question. What, you only what have a few made minutes you get into Howard Stern, by the way? What's that? What made you get into Howard Stern? When my dad came home from prison. He started really? showing me Howard Stern. Yeah, so I was listening to Howard Stern 8, which is way earlier than you should be listening to it. Explains a lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But uh, I remember in, I think in high school, I went through a phase of like, I would listen to him from the time I woke up to like the time I went to bed. Love. Like, it would be like a repeat of the same, that day's episode, and I'd just listen to it like two or three times. That's honestly, I wish I had podcasts when I was, like, it's back to what you're saying. I'm like, I think if I, maybe podcasts were a thing, I wasn't listening to them in like high school. I think if, in middle yeah. school, like, I think if I had been, I would have felt a lot less alone. I literally and, think the like, only podcast lot. back then was the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> right. I think it was that and, like, Mark Marin, and that was literally it. 12 year old me. So I'm then like, people get mad. Like, like, Joe Rogan. I think that's kind of a funny thing, though, is like, people, like, now, like, hate on Joe Rogan so hard, which I get. Like, okay, you don't like him, you don't like his opinions, you don't like his personality. Sorry, like, yes, the, the reason he is the most famous fucking per- like, whatever, is because he invented podcasting. Yeah. And I don't care what you think about him. Yeah. He invented one of the largest mediums of today. Someone yeah. was bitching at me. How long has Joe Rogan been podcasting? Like 10 years? Try 30. Uh, <laughs> like this dude's been. Yeah. It's, like te- it's like 15 or something, I think, right? Uh, not, uh, I think it's the early 90s. Started. Well, like being mm. big, yeah. But he was just on a little camera back in. Really? Yeah. That long ago? Before or during Fair Factor, he was huh. uh, doing podcasts. Yeah. Oh, shit. People don't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking. It's nuts. fucking weird. It's like, oh, that's a skinny Joe Rogan. Yeah. Now he's fucking so swole, he can even turn his fucking head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has like turn all the way. Yeah. Around. He has to use his feet to look behind. Really him. though. Joe Rogan, have us on the pod. Dude, <laughs> that would be. Can you imagine if like we got the call next? Well, also this fucking email being from yeah. Pete Davidson was so clowning because I'm like, what if it's really him? Do you think Kim's listening? Him, him and Kim are binging at work. This guy. I, I just well, it's funny that someone said that they're Pete Davidson because I was like, have we talked about him that much on the podcast? I didn't realize like that was a running theme. No, but we did talk shit about him last week. So then it was yeah. funny when I got it. I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't listen to that new one, which obviously it's not him. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, what did you grow up with? Like a Oprah? No. Oh, okay. I, I think I got what you're saying. No, was... did, what did you grow up with? Like a out or like a creative? What made you do this or, like, get inspired by this? You know, it's so – I was literally, like, practically like thinking about this or? today because I did vocal jazz in high school and middle school. And I would feel like I, it was kind of such a force for me, I feel like, in retrospect. I'm like, that's just something I want – I did because, like – I mean, maybe I think it's a force in that, like, I wasn't, like, the most talented at it. Mm-hmm. And so when I think back to it, I think I wanted, like, attention. I wanted to feel seen. And I think, like, things like podcasting and writing come so much more naturally to me and feel – so much more like a genuine expression of myself like do you know what i'm saying like i'm like oh this, yeah. I, this isn't something i'm doing necessarily for attention it's something i'm doing because it's like it gets the creativity yeah out. i'm actually like i feel like i'm giving something mm-hmm. about myself you know it's genuine, it's genuine. <laughs> yeah it's actually it's exactly i'm not like it's not a show it's yeah. really who i am and you are talented at it exactly yeah. so it lets you you can you can engage with it so much more because mm-hmm. you're not like trying to keep up Totally, and, I'm, good and I wish I could have gone back and keep up. That was it. That was it. <laughs> back. No, and I wish I could have gone back and told myself that because I even while I I think and I would have made me enjoy vocal jazz more because I think I put so much pressure on myself because like because you thought that was your outlet. I That's thought it was my outlet. And I was like, why am I so bad at this? <laughs> That's funny. Thank you for helping me connect with football. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, that's is interesting. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my outlet to try and keep up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the big guy. And back strong. then we only had a, yeah. we only had the outlets that we thought we had. The only the ones that other kids in school kind of thought were you know. Yeah. But now we're older and we can like make our own outlet. Yeah. Exactly. Start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and create our own outlet. Yeah. But oh, I mean, I we, def- we, we nice right now. We flowing. Why you got to lay? <laughs> we flowing. Bars. <laughs> we making butter. <laughs> um, should I? Can we ask another one more question? One more. Yeah, yeah. let's do uh, it. But he has like six questions here, so I think we should come back. Uh, to pick, this a email. pick a good one. Yeah, we'll come back to it next week. Um. So Zaina mentioned having good dating advice, but not taking it. What is everyone's best piece of a dating advice that you don't yourself follow? Y'all can go first on that. <laughs> I feel like that's. I, let's let's Bobby, percolate on that for this? a few days. Let's, yeah. let's come back to that Thursday. Should we let the the, the let that simmer? A little yeah, bit? I think so. Because yeah. there is another good question here. So it's just, what is everyone's current artist, album, song recommendations? Ooh. Could could be something you've discovered or rediscovered lately. Oh, fascinating. Love. Um. What? Uh. Anybody have any good? particular yeah. recommendations right now i'm listening to a lot of k Trinata, which is not like yeah. interesting or exploratory for anybody I listen to but I island boy i'm an island boy oh, you want to know an album that i listened to again recently that i've always loved and always go through phases of listening to on repeat but no one else in the whole world likes i don't think what wizard by kid cuddy oh Bro, i've never listened to that name it's another. like his like soft rock album Ooh. and Bob- i don't think anybody likes it but i listen to yeah. it on repeat once every three years for like a month at a time. Bobby, I love you so much, but name another song from 2012. I just listened to it again for the first time in years. So he yeah. said like something you've rediscovered. Yeah, I thought you were about to say Nelly. He said, oh, oh, you just I have that. terrible taste in music too, so like I can only go. Back in the day, you used to show me music. I know, but then you would clown on me for how bad it was. So that no, I didn't. showing people music. No. <laughs> well. Now I do. Um, I, I clown on everyone with their music. Cause I'm like, yo, yeah, I'm trying to look through my music and I'm like, Ugh. oh, 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 you want to oh. know? So, um, Shine I was listening to a Jay Z interview lately, and he, I think he does this in a lot of interviews, but he brings up Shuggy Otis. So, Shuggy Otis was an artist a long time, I don't even know when or anything like that, but I started listening to Shuggy Otis, and he was an artist who was like not very commercially successful at the time. But nowadays, it's considered like a, like a classic, a legend. Yeah. And so Jay Z always talks about that in his interviews, where he's like, "Dude, don't even fucking care. Don't listen to what people say. Like, do whatever you want. Do what's best. Because you never know when fifty years from now you'll be considered the fucking defining mm-hmm. artist of a generation, even if at the time you didn't sell that many records." And so then I started listening mm-hmm. to Shuggy Otis, and it's inc- like his music is incredible, and his catalog is enormous. He has so much music. So it's, it's just uh, crazy jazz, right? like don't even yeah. yeah. Like it's like a funky like, jazz, yeah. kinda gets a little it goes it goes a few different directions, but it's very yeah, jazzy. You brought that up. Yeah. So I I discovered that recently. Uh, um, I feel like there's a lot of artists like that back then who were like amazing mm-hmm. people never got paid for it. Oh, um Cuba Gooding Senior. Oh really? Yeah. Uh Cuba Gooding Junior never once yeah, yeah. their dad. He has one of the best classics ever, but he, he was hopeless back then. <laughs> they were homeless. Movies or music? Music. Really? Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s, or C- Cuba Gooding Sr. had one of the best. Uh, Albums? Yeah, he was in a really good band. Huh. I did not but know that, actually. But uh, he went to South Africa during apartheid, and then he came back, and during that time, they were like, eh, we're not, we're not okay with that, so we're going to cut all your music from the radio. Oh, because he went to South Africa yeah. 
and he wasn't like against apartheid. Like he didn't he like come out it. against I think it. He, no, I think he was for it, and then he came back to America, and they're like, uh, and that is kind of a pretty suspicious opinion. Well, yeah. pro pro apartheid is like. You know, kind of hard to shit back then. No, no, but yeah, that's back the thing, then they like, were called Muhammad Ali. A, was it a war dodger or whatever that? Yeah, draft dodger. A d- draft dodger. I mean, yeah. I think back then it's just little shit like that. Yeah. You well, think, I mean, you think social media had a lot of power? Is, be, a newspaper yeah. had a lot of power back then. Yeah, yeah. I'd be curious what his opinion on this apart, like how that actually shook out. Because I mean, being pro apartheid is definitely yeah, pretty that's, crazy. That's but. what I heard from the Vlad TV thing. Okay. We'll look into that. That sounds um, interesting. I did not know that about his dad at all. Or about Yes. Yeah, he kept going back to Harlem because he thought he was like, oh, I'm going to make music again, blah, blah, blah. And then Cuba Gooding Jr. and Omar Cuban Jr. or whatever. <laughs> Gooding Omar Jr. Gooding. Yeah, Omar Gooding from a Smart Guy and Sister Sister. Hmm. He was. In, they both went to Cali to do their own thing. And they ended up getting big. Their dad never made his music again huh. ended up dying it was just like a weird story yeah that is interesting I did not know that at all but Cuba Gooding Sr. was extremely famous now. well he was famous back then but he's like really famous now yeah yeah huh it's yeah I'm, I'm, we'll, you'll have to put that in the group chat or something if the band is or if you can find it Zay do you have any musical recommendations at the moment yeah I just looked through my Spotify it's not the most nothing like whatever that you would share with anybody no 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 I mean, how's the new Taylor Swift things. album Low key, I did listen to that. Yeah, but, uh, a lot of a lot of people say, or a lot of which one friends I know Taylor Swift. Swift. I, I listen to Taylor Swift's re-recording. Low key, kind of fire. I'm definitely a bandwagon fan, but Summer Walker's album I would say is really good. She has that song like Fourth Baby Mama. Yeah, she sounds so hurt. She's hurt, but it, I mean, it's just like, understandable. Zay told them just left her. I, literally. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sierra's prayer. Um, and then the other thing, I mean, obviously, he's like certified lover boy. Low. I've been listening to. I'm trying to. I don't actually love it, but there are a couple like songs it. on it. Yeah. You know who I weirdly like is, actually, what was that? What was it? My song. Um, I Loki. He hasn't really come out with a lot of new stuff, but I kind of like Jaden Smith. I always like Jaden Smith. I like his music. It's like his music's surprisingly kind of good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Will Smith. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> like that's very TBD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jaden is nice though. I like him. Jaden, and then I think oh Brent Fias. That's what I, was, I mean. He Brent hasn't. Fias, he yeah. hasn't come out with like a ton of new music, but I listen to him a lot. Okay, his you voice, on the R and B soul. I'm yeah, it's yeah, definitely a number. Check R&B. out Jasmine Soul. Oh yeah, her new album oh, too. Soul. Yeah, I listen to the when I get my nails done. The girl who does my nails, she's always playing Jasmine Sullivan. Really? Yeah, and I'm always like, cause she'll the in Jasmine Sullivan her music will say the most reckless shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm always like, yeah, what like, the fuck? That's why I like. I'm like, damn. All right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh she's bad. Yeah, we're, oh, we're going there. Okay. Um. I like I like petty music like that. I, oh, I love R and B so much. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm trying to flow into those concerts now. Yeah. All this hip hop and metal stuff, I, I I'm too old for it. I think. Yeah, that's not really my, my legs vibe. hurt, my ears <laughs> hurt, my voice is gone. Wait, by the way, <laughs> did you see that Drake oh, and um and Kanye are having a concert together in you see LA? The t- you see the tickets? Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh wow. Who the? F- almost I like almost, <laughs> I almost I like all their beef makes sense now. Absolutely. I mean, Bro, that's the thing. Everything is so calculated. Uh, Can we say Kanye is the most calculated human being on this planet now? Absolutely. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> like, everything's planned. 
we love him, but we got so him and Kim are obviously not actually broken up, right? I don't know because yeah, because he came out being like, I want my family back or whatever. Could be paying Pete. I'm sure he's paying Pete, dude. I'm sure sure he's paying Pete. I'm sure he's also. I'm sure he's fucking piping Pete. Oh, I wouldn't be that surprised. The three of them could yeah. be fun. No, I, Double. I would not be a I would surprise. believe Pete and Connie having sex before I believed Pete and Kim having Kim. sex. That's hilarious. <laughs> and the only way Pete is fucking Kim is if Kanye's in the room. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's no way Pete's no, not Kanye's on the Kim. cuck. He's like, tell them what to do. <laughs> He's like, Absolutely. <laughs> Pete sucker titty. Yeah. <laughs> It's wild. You'll have the Holly- biggest special of 2022 if you just yeah. stick it in there. I believe Hollywood is that crazy. Oh, I believe it. No, I, I, um, oh, have you seen Michael Shea's episode on um, believing what people have to do to get famous? He's mm-hmm. talking about black people specifically, but I think it applies across the board. You know, mm-hmm. for the most part. Have you seen that damn Michael Shea? The I, I, TV show? No, no, I haven't. Bro, it's, Michael Shea's very good at stuff. I genuinely believe that he's going to be the kind of genius... like. I think comedians don't become genius until they're like 40 or 50 usually. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's like on track to become like a genius, like a Bill Burr or a Chappelle. Michael Shea, really? I think Michael Shea's like perspective and his sense of humor is fucking so, unbelievable. One it's of something the, that, sorry. No, no, that's all. One of the housewives, tried, her name's Leah, uh, in the Housewives of New York, she tried to call Michael Shea out because they like matched on Raya or something. And she's unhinged for so many reasons but he like ha- released a text because she i think tried to make it vaguely like some me too thing or maybe just called an asshole and he like released a text and was like if y'all want to see like this is what happened like she's not yeah. telling the truth and it's some of the funniest shit i've ever seen in my life like she's really crazy but then his responses are so just like dry and one-worded and i'm just like this Dude, is i swear he's a fucking funny shit that I've with one seen. of joe rogan's friends recently who did uh michael shay because one of Joe Rogan's buddies got offended. Like the, he's like a big burly guy with like a beard. I'm not sure. Um, he got offended by the whole SNL thing with Pete Davidson, like the COVID vaccine with mm-hmm. Sesame Street. Okay. Thanks, and yeah. like he was like speaking all about it. Michael Shea was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He's like, bro, you were like a B-list like comedian and all that. He's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like I opened for you last week. He's like, yeah, you did, and I still don't like you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Michael Shea has like a lot of receipts. Of yeah, like, I uh, love the. Re- I know. I was thinking when you said that. I was yeah, like, he's like, he just like posts text and like he's like, I have nothing to hide. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly, and I think a lot of people do have shit to hide, you know. And or so, they're not thinking. So if you're someone who's like, I say exactly what's on my mind, then yeah. How you guys feel about Van Lathan? Who's that? TMZ guy. I, I heard. I know there's something. I don't know. Never mind. The name. I know the name. And if I saw a picture, I'd know who you're talking about. Yeah. But I don't know what the fuck's going on with it at all. One thing I want to talk about next Van week Lathan. is now next week I do want to bring up those Michael Shea texts because they are hilarious. And also. That would be a good segment. Yeah. Just like should. reading his texts. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, they're so funny. And then also, um, what was the other thing? Oh, Will Smith. Do you, that he, he had a memoir come out and was talking oh. some crazy shit. Oh, on shit. how he started throwing up when yeah. he had an orgasm. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> This is Will Smith talking. Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna break this man down to this. I love him. No, I still think he's the goat. I just think like it's like okay. What Jada? The goat and being Will Smith. No, no, exactly. The goat actor, the goat rapper. I'm about to vent. No, what Jada? I'm not tired of your ass. (laughs) Let's save it next week. (laughs) Let's save it. We'll we'll, 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 
we'll do our own red table talk. Oh, please. <laughs> brown table talk. Yeah, that, should be our, that should be the live episode. Is yes. Brown table talk. Yes. That's oh, funny. Put that um, on the calendar. I'm yes. so okay. tired of Jaden. From now on, it's brown table talk. Brown this is our live show. She is ruining a black man for her mistakes. I'm so excited. I'm going to be dead to still be a side nigga. Like, what? I mean, you Will allow- Smith's a side nigga. She's still in love with Tupac. That makes no sense. I mean, you allow yourself to be a side for next week. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, leave. If you don't want to be cucks, leave. Like, he's a married man with kids. I mean, his kids are grown. They'll be fine. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, they'd be fine before they were grown, too. They, 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 I'm they, saying they have their own house when they're like 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fucking karate kid look at that. Oh my God. Um, that's, I'm sorry. We can say this for next week. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm about to Tune rant. Tune in next week for this. I'm okay. about to rant. Should we? Okay. So we'll wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are having, so we're going to do a live episode yeah. right now. We have that scheduled f- for the 16th yeah. of December. Mm-hmm. So we'll put out more information about that for sure before it comes out. Cause we want to get actual hype for that. Absolutely. The idea is that we'd show up, do basically the normal thing where we just talk for an hour and then we'd have a guest on for a second hour yep. and it would all be live streamed. And, uh, we'd have a phone number that you guys could call in on mm-hmm. probably just take message. Like probably have people leave messages the first time rather than take live calls. But mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. We'll work on the live calls. Yeah. yeah. Um, but more immediately, this is coming out Friday the 3rd. On Thursday the 9th, we're going to be putting out a book club episode. Yes. And you can hold us to that because, you know, it might not come out. But now that we've said it, it Our will. Our word is bond. It will. Our word mm-hmm. is bond. Um, and then just regular shit. Follow so us be on, on Twitter. Book club will be on regular platforms? Yeah, I think we'll probably just – oh, that's right. We'll have to figure yeah. out some way to – yeah, we'll. I don't know. We'll sort it out. We'll yeah. let you know. Um, you'll follow us on Instagram for more information, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Instagram, we don't have a Twitter. We do have a Patreon. If you want to go donate a dollar or three dollars a month or an episode or something like that, we'd appreciate it. We have one tier on there that's supposed to get us towards having some more video equipment to do video podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mostly, we love you. Y'all see our face soon, ladies. Yes, sir. I know. I'm Bobby. <laughs> I'm Marco. I'm Zayna. And this was Legacy Friends. Adios. Bye. Love y'all.